It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys here this Thursday. It is August. Can you believe it is August already? And we have football tonight. I can't believe I finally get to say that. But we have an actual football game to watch tonight as the Denver Broncos take on the Atlanta Falcons in the 2019 Hall of Fame game. And we're so excited, and then we'll be like, nah, about like five minutes into the game, because let's face it, we already know, uh, well, for, for one, we already know on the Broncos side that Joe Flacco isn't even going to take a snap. Uh, it's going to be uh, Kevin Hogan actually getting the start for the Broncos, and then we'll see Drew Locke and Brett Rippon as expected, but we will not see Joe Flacco, which you're obviously... You obviously had to expect anyway. It's the it's an extra preseason game now for these teams. So instead of four games, obviously now they'll play five. Uh, so you're not going to see Joe Flacco. I highly doubt you're going to see, because I don't think I've seen anything, but I highly doubt you're going to see uh, Matt Ryan. You're obviously not going to see Julio Jones because he's pretty much come out and said, yeah, I'm not playing in the preseason. So it'll be like, yeah, it's the excitement of live football. And then about uh, two minutes into the game, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're watching uh, early preseason games. So it's like eh, whatever. But just the fact that there is football is is going to be nice. And I mean, now we'll have football pretty much every Thursday from now until the Super Bowl. So Still a, a great a great feeling just to know that football is back. But uh, the big story, of course, you know, we'll obviously get into some other training camp notes and some, and we'll touch back on the NFL players top 100. But the big story that we're certainly going to talk about is the free agent signing that was announced Wednesday night by Adam Schefter, and it's a player coming back to the Panthers. And that is Trey Boston signed a one-year, $3 million contract to come back to the Panthers. Of course, an original, originally drafted by the Panthers in 2014 out of North Carolina in the fourth round. He spent three years with the Panthers. He played 42 games for the Panthers, starting 16 of them, uh, 10 of those Ten of those 16 starts came in 2016, where he recorded 52 tackles, uh, five tackles for a loss, even two sacks, uh, seven passes defended. So he had a had a good start or a good run in 2016, and then he left the Panthers after the 2016 season, went to the Chargers 
in 2017, started 15 of 16 games uh, for the Chargers, had five interceptions, also had 79 tackles, one tackle for a loss. And then last season, he was with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, 14 games played, started 13 of them, picked off three passes, uh, also 79 tackles again. So you could you could certainly argue that Trey Boston has become a lot better uh, in the two years since he since he left the Panthers and now he's back with the Panthers. And for one, for me, it's surprising. This this is a guy I've been talking about just in general, not necessarily with the Panthers, but just as a player in general. How surprising it was that he went so long uh, being an un being unsigned, you know, sitting on the streets as a free agent, you know, it takes till July 31st to him to, to sign a contract or, or at least agree to a contract. Uh, part of that, I guess, has to do with the, uh, with the saturated market at the safety position. I mean, you saw so many safeties on the market this year and, you know, obviously some got good deals, some obviously better than others, in particular Landon Collins and the contract he got, with the Washington Redskins, but um, for a good player like Trey Boston, this is obviously a very, very cheap contract. I mean, the, the reported numbers is it's only $3 million. So that's, uh, that's a very team-friendly contract. And my first thought when this contract was announced was that, what does this say about Rashawn Golden? We had spent all, all this offseason kind of hyping him up and looking forward to him getting a full offseason, you know, getting a uh, getting all the starters reps. And now all of a sudden we hear about Ross Cockrell getting playing time at safety. And, you know, Josh brought up a good point when we talked to him. And, you know, another shout out to him for jumping on the pod last time out. And hopefully you guys really enjoyed that episode. But uh, you know, Josh brought up a good point of just, you know, his versatility and use, just using this practice time to mix people around and get them in different spots. But now you bring in Trey Boston and you're you're not bringing in a guy like Trey Boston to just to sit on the bench as a backup. He's obviously going to come in and compete for a starting job with Eric Reed. So somebody, somebody's going to get the boot. Now, the question is. If Boston does supplant Galden at safety, is Galden now going to shift to nickel? Are they going to try to run him there? Because they had been running him a little bit at uh, at the nickel position as well. So it's not like he's going to completely fall out of the starting lineup. You know, there, there is room for him. But now he'll compete with, uh, with Cole Luke and with Corn Elder, if that's the case. So, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of variables in play here. I think I think it's still a pretty fluid situation, but I mean, I th- you have to feel now that the Panthers either thought something of Galden or just feel like Boston can bring something to the Panthers next next to Eric Reed. They're obviously, you know, they're they're not going to make this move at the end of July, about a week into training camp, without some kind of intention. And, 
the the good news is it's it was done now. You know, at the end of July, beginning of August, that there's still a lot of time. Uh, you know, a couple weeks in training camp, and then of course all of preseason. There's a lot of time for Boston to get uh, kind of reacclimated with the Panthers, and obviously it's a you know not too much of a different scenario with um, from his last time out. I mean, you know. Different defensive coordinator, obviously. You know, Sean McDermott's not there anymore. But obviously he's quite familiar with Ron Rivera. And, I mean, getting the opportunity to, uh, you know, to play for even teams like the Chargers and Cardinals. You know, the Chargers obviously have been a solid. Even in 2017, they were a pretty solid defensive group. You know, even before they got Derwin James. And then last year playing with the Cardinals. So he's gotten all this experience now and he's played a lot better. I mean, you figure he's, he's now started 28 out of 30 games that he played in over the last two seasons. So like I said, there has to be some kind of, um, some kind of intention with the signing, even if it is for only $3 million. So it's a low risk kind of high reward type deal. I think with Trey Boston, and I'm excited. Like I said, it was a th- this was a guy I had said at uh, various points of the preseason or uh, during the off season. Why is this guy still a free agent? Or how is this guy still a free agent? Well, he's not a free agent anymore. He's now back with the Panthers, and I think the uh, I think for a lot of people it does feel too like the hope has now increased a little bit because of a veteran like Boston rather than a bit of a risk in Galden. And again, now we'll see what they do with Galden, whether they move him outside the nickel or, you know, what they do. I mean, really, it seems like that's kind of the only logical position now for Galden is the nickel spot. You're not really going to run him on the outside when you've already got Dante Jackson, you've got James Bradbury. You could still run Ross Cocker out there, Kevon Seymour, I don't think outside corner, there's really not enough room there for Galden to fit in there. So if he's going to crack the starting lineup now, it's going to be at the nickel position, and he's going to have to beat out Cornelder and Cole Luke to get it. So we'll, we'll see over the next com- coming weeks. But um, I like the move. You know, I, I can't say I hate the move um, for obvious reasons at this point that I've just talked about for like the last seven minutes. So that that's kind of the, the overall sense. I like the move and I think, uh, I think it's just another step in the right direction for this team here. Okay. So before we jump into some other fun stuff, uh, we got to take a moment, of course, to thank a couple of our great sponsors here. Um, Postmates, great friend of the show. They've been good supporter for a while now. Postmates, of course, is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery you want all year round. And for a limited time, Postmates has given all you locked on listeners $100 in free free delivery credit for your first seven days. Just download the Postmates app and use the promo code locked on. So again, that's Postmates, promo code locked on, get $100 in free delivery credit. Just use the promo code locked on. And that's that's a pretty good deal. Who wouldn't want basically like a hundred dollars in uh, in free groceries delivered to them? That's that's pretty solid, I think. 
And then, of course, our other great sponsor, Blue Chew. Been with us for a while. Uh, Blue Chew, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, which I know a lot of guys out there really want. Ladies, I know you want your guys to have that, too. Uh, BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same active FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. So if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special deal for you listeners out there. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free by using the special promo code LOCKEDON. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as we jump back into it, let's take take some notes, or at least let's check out Panthers Wire's notes or takeaways from Wednesday's practice. And, of course, they start with uh, with Cam Newton. And, I mean, at this point, how much more, you know, as long as Cam Newton keeps throwing, I don't think that at this point, I don't think it's really an issue that he's actually throwing. I think we've, um, I'll compare it to, because if, if you listened to, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Wednesday's Locked on NFL with Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson. By the way, a great new format. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, it, it's going to be a great format, I think, because those two are really going to bounce off each other well, I think. But I was fortunate enough to be able to jump on to the Locked On NFL podcast. They were gracious enough to have me on yesterday, and Matt Williamson, you know, kind of was worried that this was the whole Andrew Luck situation. You know, earlier in the, the offseason, this was kind of the uh, the Andrew Luck situation. If you remember, that, of course, was 2017 where, you know, Andrew Luck had that, sh- I think it was a shoulder injury for him as well. And the thought was he was going to be ready for training camp, and then he wasn't, and then, uh, Jim Irsay's coming out and saying, oh, he'll be ready for week one, this, that, and the other. Didn't happen. He gets put on the pup list and then wound up that he didn't play at all in 2017. So there was worry that 
that was the at least for him that was the direction it was going to go. But luckily, this is obviously not the direction that it's going to go in. Uh, he's in camp. He's been throwing. At this point, it's almost starting to become uh, kind of business as usual for Cam Newton. And so, again, I think at this point, the fact that he's throwing is a positive. But now, now it's more gotten to where it'll be an issue now if he doesn't throw. Other than, you know, just getting a rest day like he did on Saturday. but. Uh, now now we don't have to worry about him throwing. We have to worry about something happening, which, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't. But j- just just the fact that he's throwing, it just continues to be a positive, uh, you know, as we stand one week away from the preseason. So that's um, still a good sign, still throwing deep balls. So just got to... Just got to keep feeling good is, is really what it uh, what it boils down to. So that's that story. Uh, the Panthers actually brought referees to their training camp practice Wednesday. So the referees getting a little bit of work out here. And Torrey Smith actually kind of joked. Uh, you know, it was, it was kind of funny. Torrey Smith says to the refs, he goes, you know, hey, I'm glad to – Glad to see you guys, you know, tell him how happy he's happy is to see the refs. He's like, you, you know how much holding they're doing on me out here? Well, I guess when there's no referees, you can kind of get away with it. Although, obviously, you know, you're still going to be coached up to not do so much. But I, I, I just found that kind of funny that he's joking around with them. And it sounds like the refs are going to be at practice on Thursday as well. And, of course, we'll talk about Thursday's practice, hopefully, uh, by tomorrow. Uh, there were some injury updates. Uh, Chris Hogan actually came back to practice on Wednesday. He sat out practice Monday with a, a bit of a tight back, and uh, I think we had mentioned that too when, when Josh was on, but obviously uh, just a minor procedure, so not too much. In fact, Hogan actually got a lot of work fielding punts on Wednesday, so that's certainly a good sign. Uh, and then Darrell Williams was also back in pads uh, he had gotten uh, a day off. I, th- I think that was Sunday, but uh, back on the practice field, which at least did let um, did let Greg Little get a little bit of work with the ones, uh, especially yesterday during first team rushing drills. Greg Olson actually actually got to work as the first team left tackle, so that's good too. Uh, Matt Paradis also came back as well. So it's nice to see those guys out. There was a player that was out, though, on the offensive line, and that was Dylan Gordon, who uh, you know, doesn't sound doesn't look like they discussed or disclosed any type of injury, but Dylan Gordon was out for practice. And according to The Athletic, uh, the Panthers are expected to bring in some free agent offensive linemen. Uh, Joe Pearson tweeted yesterday, Panthers bringing in some offensive linemen for workouts today per source. They've had some injuries to a few down-the-roster guys. Uh, There was a note on Brian Burns as well. Uh, John Ellis tweeting, Brian Burns limping a little bit after some special teams drills. Doesn't look to be serious. Did 10 push-ups after the drill. So that's, that's not serious at all. And 
A, a note from Bill Voth also on Luke Keekly saying Luke Keekly with helmet still on is watching the seven on seven seven on seven period. He's been talking with athletic trainers for a bit. And he tweeted Keekly is now in the field on a knee watching alongside Shaq Thompson. So that's uh so it doesn't sound like that's anything as serious. There there was an update though from Rivera on Keekly. Rivera said uh just being overly cautious. He got in a pile up and out of caution. It doesn't make sense on an overly hot day to put a guy back in and he wanted to go back in. So doesn't sound like there's anything to worry about there. So that's uh that's good to good to know. More notes on the uh the quarterback the backup quarterback carousel, as it were. Uh they actually made a note of how the backup quarterbacks all come out to practice together every morning. So that's a nice little camaraderie is there. Unfortunately, like Josh and I discussed yesterday, most likely one of these, because they're not going to keep four quarterbacks, but they're not just going to keep two, you know, because Josh noted kind of the injury risk with Cam Newton. So only in all likelihood, only one of these three guys is going to be out. And I still feel that the more likely scenario is that it's going to be Taylor Heineke as the one being the uh, the odd man out. But that's a, it is nice to say to see though that they all kind of come out together. Um, as far as practice goes, uh, Wednesday was Kyle Allen's turn to run the uh, run the second team offense and drew praise so they drew praise for a deep ball to Aldrick Robinson and then tried another one but Robinson dropped it would have been a touchdown um again like like Josh was noting yesterday Taylor Heineke is a bit banged up so there wasn't uh so it has been a little more Will Greer and Kyle Allen running with the twos so I'm sure once ha- Heineke gets back, he'll get his shot with the twos, but it just feels like he's kind of uh, on the back end right now and has a little bit of work to do. Uh, Looks like we had our first scuffle of practice between Jared Norris and Elijah Holyfield during pass protection drills. And Joe Person noting it did not rise to the level of Tuesday night's Reds-Pirates kerfuffle. Well, that's good. I mean... Um, I'm sure you guys have seen it. If you haven't, you know, if you're if you're not following baseball or whatever, there was a um, quite the scuffle at the end of Tuesday night's game between the Reds and the Pirates. And interestingly enough, Yasiel Puig, I mean, you know, naturally he's in uniform and still in the dugout because I don't think he had heard of it. So he's out there kind of fighting for his teammates, or should I say, former teammates. Because as we know, as we like, as we see in baseball all the time, trades happen during games. And as it turned out, Yasiel Puig was traded in the middle of that game. So he was technically, when he was in the middle of that scuffle, he was technically no longer part of the Reds as he has been traded to the Indians as part of the Trevor Bauer trade. Um, So a bit of a joke there, but obviously good that it didn't get to that level but um, listen, 
it's training camp. The heat gets to you. You know, you're hitting, you're banging heads with your teammates for so long. It, you know, emotions obviously boil over at some points. That's one reason that the first preseason game is nice for these teams because it's finally a chance to go at it with other players, you know, or even like these joint practices when the Panthers do that with the Bills in two weeks. It's a chance to go after players of another team rather than your own teammates. But it's, like I said, it's just tensions that boil over, nothing really, you know, obviously you're going to make note of it, but this will all blow over uh, in a in about a day or if it hasn't blown over already anyway. And actually, going back to what we were talking about earlier, Ross Cockrell still getting uh, starting free safety reps. Now, how much is that going to change now that uh, Trey Boston is here? That'll that'll certainly be a storyline to follow. What what they do with Ross Cockrell now that Trey Boston is in the mix. So we'll see. Uh, like I said, a very fluid situation, I think, at the free safety position and even at the nickel position. So a lot of work to be done, a lot of things to still talk about. So long way to go. You know, it's only August 1st, so lots of work, a lot to still get through, a lot to talk about, and it'll be fun to watch it all play through. Uh, so th- those are kind of the notes that they had from... Uh, from Wednesday at practice, they of course practice today, and then you have Fan Fest at Bank of America Stadium on Friday night. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So those, so that kind of wraps up at least Wednesday's practice. We'll touch on the uh, the rest of the NFL players' top 100 in a minute. But, of course, a couple more shout-outs we got to make to some of our friends here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for Locked On Panthers comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off at Manscaped with promo code LOCKEDON. And Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feed, plus for every Bombas purchase, they donate a pair to someone in need. Find out more about what feet daydream about at bombas.com slash lock today and get 20% off at bombas.com slash locked. And of course, Locked On NFL, still going strong with the new format, Locked On NBA, still going, you know, Summer League may be over, but there's obviously still a lot to talk about in the world of NBA, and then of course MLB going on strong. So a lot going on here at the Locked On Network, and very happy to 
still be around with you guys and to just keep talking Panthers football. So, we'll finish up the NFL players top 100. Uh, actually, real quick, as I just refreshed, this actually just came in from Panthers Wire. A couple, uh, couple player notes, so we'll just touch on them really quick. The Panthers signed guard, so it actually ties into what we just talked about, how they had players in for workouts. They are bringing in an offensive guard, Rashard Cook, and they also signed kicker Joey Sly. Uh, they've actually wave injured uh, Dorian Johnson and Brandon Chubb. Johnson, I believe, was dealing with an injury. Um, so some quick notes that they have on here. Cook is a rookie, undrafted rookie out of uh, out of UAB. Sly comes from Virginia Tech, where he was 78 of 108 career on field goal attempts and made over 98% of his extra points. Uh, so those are some just quick back end of the roster notes for the Panthers here on this Thursday. But as we finish up the uh, the top 100 players, we know that uh, we obviously expected Luke Keekley would make an appearance on the list, and he did at number 24 on the on the top 100. So not uh, not surprised that he's. High up again. I made the mistake of saying that McCaffrey and Newton would be the only two players on the list. Totally forgetting about Luke Keekley. So again, I apologize for that. But there he, he is back. Although it, it is a drop from last year because he was um, he was at number twelve last season and dropped to number twenty four. So wound up winds up being four Panthers in the top one hundred. Because again, it was Keekley at number 24, Christian McCaffrey at number 42, Gerald McCoy at number 75, and Cam Newton at number 87. And actually, as we know, of course, the list is over. They have released the, f the full list because uh, yesterday they announced the top 100, or the top 10, I should say, rather. Uh, we'll just run through the top 10 real quick if you guys missed it. Number 10 was Vaughn Miller. Number 9, Julio Jones. 8, Aaron Rodgers. 7, Antonio Brown. 6, Tom Brady. 5, Todd Gurley. 4, Patrick Mahomes. 3, Khalil Mack. 2, two was uh, Drew Brees. And number 1 was Aaron Donald. Of the Los Angeles Rams. Not really a surprise there. Uh, just a dominant force on the interior. So that's that's the top 10 list. And again, four Panthers making up the top 100. So that's NFL Network's top 100, or at least some notes. Uh, another fun, fun year in the books, I guess, for them. Again, kind of an arbitrary type deal but it's out there now for everybody's viewing pleasure and debating pleasure so here you go what what do you think were the panthers ranked too high too low uh what do you think of the the players that actually made the top 10 so you know let me let me know your thoughts on twitter of course 
at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. But that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate your support and all that good stuff. And, of course, follow my work. Panthers Wire, Bengals Wire, uh, Downtown Rams, 4 for 4, and uh, Pro Football Network. So with that, we're going to get out of here. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.